0: Hello, I'm Jensen, and I'm Megan, and welcome to the Narrow Path Podcast,
1: where we question the narrative and encourage you to take the path less traveled so that we can finally step into the lives that we were meant to live.
0: excited because today we're gonna get to know my amazing beautiful co-host Megan on a deeper level so Megan is from Oak Park California and she's currently living in Atlanta Georgia which is where we met Megan is super passionate about health and wellness and she's very independent she moved across the country from her family a couple years ago And today she's going to talk to us about that journey and some of the hard lessons she's learned along the way. Megan is very thoughtful, um, inquisitive, kind young lady, and she has a very unique outlook on life. So I'm really excited for us to get to know her and hopefully learn something today. So without further ado, let's get into it. Hey! Hey, (laughs) Megan. So let's start out with what I associate with you the most, which is health and wellness. What has been your journey to health and wellness? Have you always been like this? Did you come out of the womb like this? <laughs> Tell us all, th- all Almost, the things. Almost,
1: practically. And I was three <laughs> years old, I'm just kidding. Uh, but actually, in all seriousness, it did start from a very young age for me, mm-hmm. um, all the way back in elementary school, actually. So... Don't you miss the times, before we get into that, when you were a kid, a young kid, and you didn't care about anything. Like, all you wanted to do was run around and play with your friends. Have a good time. You didn't notice other people. You didn't compare yourself. Like, oh, compare yourself to others.
0: The good old days. Good times. Those were sacred times. Yes.
1: (laughs) But, yeah. So, like, I remember, I'll never forget, the day that changed for me Mm. when I started realizing oh I'm chubbier than my friends Mm. and we were at the beach and we had all taken a picture of us jumping in front of the ocean and I looked at the picture and I saw myself and I was like oh my gosh like I look different than my friends yeah and so I went home and I told my mom and she was really sweet about it Mm. she was like you know, honey, like, no big deal. Well, all, um, the whole family, so my mom, my dad, and my sister all went on a diet with me, and our diet wasn't anything crazy. Yeah. It was just, like, no chips, cookies, brownies, those sorts really of things. really sweet. <laughs> yeah, so it was <laughs> sweet that they supported me in that sense, but um, that's where it started, and I know mm-hmm. we talked about it a little bit on, with you, but it started all about appearance. Right. That's what I really cared about, um, especially in middle school too. Was a hard time for me. Just when Instagram came it's out, so and yeah, you wanted to be like the the Instagram model. That was a twig, and <laughs> you know your other friends that you know looked differently than you. Um, yeah. But then as I got older, I started realizing that all of my issues like skin issues acne that was connected to what i was eating and Mm. even detergents that you use and body lotions right things you
0: never think about yeah so
1: i started learning about the full picture and i started caring about what i put in my body because i realized what i put in my body would impact how my skin would look Mm -hmm. and so um, that's kind of where it all started i started learning a lot about um, just health and the more holistic way. How, and then, how old were
0: you when you started looking at the full picture, would you say? Like, around when did that happen?
1: I was probably in high school. Okay, so, like I said, pretty young. Pretty young. Yeah. I went through my freshman year of high school. I kind of had disordered eating. Mm-hmm. I, I, well, in middle school, I fractured my back. Oh, really? And that was really impactful for me because um I was told by the doctors there was nothing I could do about it no surgery I could do about it but they told me to try not to walk as much as possible for a year a
0: year yeah and I I was in middle school yeah
1: and so that was really hard for me I had a back brace and I gained a lot of weight because I wasn't moving. moving yeah and I was just eating a normal diet And so, um, and I really didn't like that. And that's also what brought me to health as well, because I told myself I would never take for granted how amazing our bodies are ever again. Like, all I wanted to do, I would dream about being able to skip. Mm. Like, the simplest things that we don't think about being able to walk around, to skip, to run. I had dreams. I was like salivating, like, thinking about walking or running yeah. or skipping like yeah. so from that point on that put it into perspective to me of like I want to take care of my body I because feel good. I know how it feels to not have that and it's terrible and I never want to feel like that again
0: That's amazing. But then
1: I kind of went the opposite way like I said to I got too super far. addicted yeah. to feeling really good so I started running cross country so I was running like 6 miles a day, 6 to 10 miles a day. Wow. I, like, barely ate because I got super addicted to, like, being skinny and running and all that stuff, Mm -hmm. and so over time, I learned how to balance it Mm -hmm. and be healthier when it came to it, but, yeah, that's kind of where it all started. Uh, but I'm really grateful that I found it so young.
0: Yeah, that's because, really lucky. Yeah,
1: because now I'm so knowledgeable at a young age. Yes. And I don't have to like fear you know, um, my health being an issue.
0: Right. So like,
1: I don't have to put things in my body that I don't want to mm-hmm. um, because I'm not scared that I'm going to die if I get sick.
0: Because
1: I am very confident in my health and my body's ability to heal itself without Mm. taking a bunch of medication and
0: other things. So I'm
1: glad that I have that perspective.
0: That's amazing. Knowledge is power. It's incredible that you have that from a young age. I feel like a lot of people don't even think about it, especially at this age. Even if you're not taking care of yourself, you can get away with it. Probably till your 30s. Exactly. And then once people start feeling crappy, that's when they start paying attention. But it's so nice that you you can kind of, Lord willing, kind of skip over that phase that a exactly. lot of people go through of, oh, I've just done so much damage for the last 10 years. Yeah. You can be proactive. And then you have that knowledge to spread to other people. I've learned a lot from you. So that's awesome. Thank
1: you. Yeah. yeah.
0: Is, isn't it incredible that as soon as something's wrong with your body, you realize how much you took it yes. for granted? It's With crazy. everything. You With want, everything. It just gives it's, you so much appreciation. Yeah,
1: once something's taken away, yeah. it, it it really puts it, it the simplest thing. The it's simplest like, thing. You know how they say, like, breathing, I always try to remind myself this, if I'm really stressed, if I'm in a, like, crappy situation, like yesterday, I, I got a flat tire. Yeah. And, um, I was talking to my mom, and she's like, wow, you don't really seem, like, super upset, I'm, you know, you seem totally fine. Mm. It's because I told myself, like, just breathe, and, like, there's nothing you could do about this. It's out of your control. Mm. So, like, it's not the big things. It's the simplest tools, like, just stopping and breathing and saying, like, telling yourself, this is out of my control. There's Mm -hmm. nothing I can do about this. Rather than immediately raising your cortisol and getting really upset and getting really stressed and being impacted by it and spiraling, Mm -hmm. it's so important to use the simplest things like our bodies our breath our minds
0: so true and
1: like that's why I care about it so much because it's so important to how you live your life like if you don't feel good if your brain's not healthy Mm -hmm. I've been getting super into brain health Mm -hmm. because I want to feel good I used to feel really cloudy and Mm. lethargic way too young I was like in high school or in college feeling like I can't move because I just feel so like not a lack of energy,
0: and yeah, so and we accept that when, when we accept you get that. used to that and you think that's normal and you don't know that it can be better and people accept these low standards of living well, for themselves. Well, they get used to it. Yeah, they don't. Even they, don't they don't even know, and that's yeah. what's so sad. Like you have to demand better for yourself, yes. and once you feel that health and you get to like your optimal self. That's when you realize, oh, my God, I put up with so much worse for yeah. so long. So many millions and millions of people around me are going around feeling like this. Yeah. I, I want people to realize it doesn't have to be that it way. It doesn't have you to be You can feel that way. great into your 80s, 90s, yeah. 100%. Exactly. Yeah. And
1: I hate when people say, like, well, I don't want to live until 100. I don't want to live that long. It's not about that. It's about the quality of life when yes. you're living it. Yes. You know, like, if you're living super tired and like overweight or it doesn't even need to be overweight but you can't move you're injured Mm -hmm. you're just dealing with an injury taking Mm -hmm. Advil every day taking medications Mm -hmm. for pain it's like Is that truly living? Like, that's not the life I want to live. I want to feel good when I'm
0: living. We can't accept that quality of life. It's been so normalized, just popping pills every day to get by. We have to demand better for ourselves. And better is out there. A lot of people don't know that, but it It really is. is. You're such an inspiration in that way.
1: Yeah, thank you. And also (laughs) trusting your body and yourself that you can heal. Like, our bodies have healed themselves forever. And all of a sudden, like new medicines are so new in history. Mm. Western medication, like these
0: pharmaceutical drugs.
1: We didn't always have those, like have faith that your body can heal itself.
0: Yeah. And it will. Look what happens when you get a cut. Yeah. It's amazing. It's literally like our magic. Our bodies are so amazing. Your body amazing. just
1: heals itself. Our bodies are so amazing. Give have the chance. <laughs> have you
0: ever seen those videos of what your immune system does when a virus enters your body? It's incredible. It's literally like soldiers going to yes. war. It's just unbelievable what our bodies can do. Yeah. And also food as medicine. Like the food that grows from the ground. Like learning. I've been trying to learn... Mm-hmm more about like what herbs are good for this ailment and what can I take for this and realizing that we have all this medicine all around us like God didn't make any mistakes, yes. so it's learning how to utilize it, which exactly. we're not taught. They don't want us to know that. Exactly. They want us buying all the pharmaceuticals. Mm-hmm. There's no money in us healing ourselves. Exactly. no money <laughs> no in No money it. in that. No money. So,
1: well, and that's mm-hmm. what, when you're saying, like, um, what happens when you get injured, it's mm-hmm. the same with acupuncture. That's mm-hmm. what happens when you get acupuncture. You're creating little micro injuries in, in those spots, mm-hmm. and then so your body the cells go to that spot and then it like, it's like rejuvenates. Facil- facilitates the healing process because yeah. your body gets sleepy. It's incredible. Yeah, and then I think acupuncture is really cool.
0: I, we <laughs> should totally do an episode about that. I you know. should teach me about it. I don't yes. know anything about it. So. I
1: have, yeah, I have. So I work as a receptionist at an acupuncture place. And so I have some really amazing, educated
0: acupuncture yes. uh, acupuncturists that I would love to bring on that, this that podcast. That would be so much fun. That would be a good episode. Absolutely. <laughs> Let's get that in the box. Let's do it. So if you <clears throat> if you could give all of us one piece of well health or wellness advice that we could start doing today, what would it be?
1: Drink water. Lots of water. Okay. Um, I would say... Try to eat whole foods. Mm-hmm. Um, look at the labels. See if there are seed oils. Seed oils are really bad for you. Yeah. Um, internally and externally. Seed oils can be in your deodorants, your body lotions. It's so scary. And that cooks to your skin in the sun. And so then we're told, oh, don't go in the sun. Get the fuck out of the sun. Um, the sun is so... That's the sun is also healing. my, yeah, that's my <laughs> best advice, too. Like, I'm so all about getting sun every single day. That's so important for, sure. for me to feel good Same. and healthy is getting that sun exposure. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say, yeah, eating whole foods um, and, yeah, eating, I mean, yeah, I like, eat at restaurants simple. all the time, <laughs> but... They use all the seed oils, all the different... You don't know what they're doing. Yeah. And so um, I would say if you can cook yourself, mm-hmm. that's huge. Cutting
0: back on eating out makes a world of difference. Yeah.
1: Even if you're mm-hmm. cooking yourself, like, I don't know. It doesn't need to be extraordinarily healthy. Yeah. That's significantly healthier than going to a restaurant and getting mm-hmm. the same meal. I
0: completely agree.
1: But, yeah, cool. that's what I would say to start with.
0: Thank you for that. I think it's that's kind a, of a great lot. place to start. Water Whole Foods. You yes. can do that. Yes. <laughs> okay, so Megan and I, I think I said this, we actually met in Atlanta, which is funny because we're both from California. So what brought you from California to Georgia? Tell us about that.
1: Yeah, so I came to Georgia um, for love. Uh, so um my boyfriend at the time so since then we've gone through kind of gone our separate ways Mm -hmm. but we're still good friends so that's all good Uh, um but yeah so I moved here to be with him and Mm. he moved here he's also from California as well Mm. he moved here for work for the film industry um and it was just really challenging to be apart. We are across the country. Mm-hmm. Um, so I decided I would take the big the leap risk. of faith in the risk. And I left everything I knew behind mm-hmm. to move out here. Um, I was living with my parents. I just graduated college. Mm-hmm. I was working a corporate job as a recruiter. And I pretty much, I mean, I did have all my friends in California, all within short distance of time so yeah. yeah I but I've always been someone that um, loves change yeah and loves adventure mixing it up and so yeah I thought it was a great opportunity to live somewhere completely different from California yeah. somewhere that I wouldn't really move otherwise I would never think to come to Georgia it's not on Californians
0: radar at all oh like are you are you joking? No, I'm serious. Oh. There's <laughs> a lot of California people that have moved here. There are a lot of California plates, but I feel yeah. like Atlanta is more on the radar of like, it. Like it's not like moving to Seattle from California, you know what yeah. I mean? Where it's yeah. like so many It's peop- close. It's, it's not really somewhere you ever hear about. No one's really going there. Mm-hmm. I don't know anyone else who moved here. If you're from New York, it's probably more yeah. common, but I'm just giving the listeners perspective that it's yeah. it's not like it's portland it's randall or utah yeah. like it's there it's, it's a very big leap Me. and people yeah. look at you like you have two heads yes like it's them. so true
1: and i look at them like they have two heads
0: because <laughs> they do <laughs> yes look at them i'm judging you right back <laughs> It's so true. I love yeah. it. But there are a lot of Californians here, yeah, so they are, are catching on. Well, exactly. Now there are. And they're yeah. catching
1: on a lot. Well, and also the film industry moved here from yeah. Hollywood. So
0: which is crazy. That has and tech is moving here. California. Atlanta's booming. It is.
1: It really which is. Which is
0: evident in the traffic every day. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we know a little bit about that. So if you want a fun new experience, come to Atlanta. Come to the
0: ATL. Yeah.
1: But... I honestly think that God brought me here, mm-hmm. you know, for so many reasons. I've grown so much as an individual. That's I've met amazing people. Like, yeah. I met Jensen. Um, and just, yeah, like, I always felt, and that's what led me to being able to do this big change, was I kind of kept getting, like, little pokes, like, just little weird things would happen. Like mm. Georgia would come up on really? the TV or just little things. Like i would see someone in the street and they would bring up Atlanta. That's so funny. And I was like, okay, well, I think I'm getting like kind of like poked Sign. to do it. Yeah, yeah. I keep getting like little signs.
0: That's so interesting. To move.
1: And so I was like, okay, I better do it. But yeah. And I, I truly believe that I'm supposed to be here, that God put me here. So. I, I agree. Yeah, and um, I just always – it was a good opportunity for me, to t- to, to switch careers because I was mm. doing the corporate recruiter thing, and I wasn't really enjoying it. And so I was like, I'm already taking a huge risk. Why don't I also, like, try to do an alternative career path? So real estate was always – a huge thing for me that I was very interested in, and I knew it was kind of like having your own business, and Mm -hmm. um, I knew it was a hard business to get into, but I really felt like that was something that I was super interested in, so I decided to move here, get into real estate, and my parents told me, don't do real estate, don't do real estate, it's really hard, people are snakes, it's not a good industry. You don't want to do it. And so I was really stubborn. I was like, no, I'm going to prove everyone wrong. I'm going to move across the country. People thought my friends and family thought I was crazy because I was always the beach girl, the California yeah. girl. And never in a million years thought I would do that. And then my parents are like, I'm going I'm like, I'm to prove my parents wrong. I'm going to do real estate. I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to you know, kill it. Like I'm not going to let myself fail. And then, you know, seven months goes by, (laughs) and it was so stressful. I was in a new city, Uh, didn't know anyone. I was in a commission structure where I was only making commissions. So only if I sold real estate, I would make money. So I was making no money. Mm -hmm. Um, I got on a team that ended up being, like, very corporate-like, which I didn't like either. And so about eight months in I was like okay well I want to quit and that felt like a failure to me mm-hmm. but it wasn't because I learned so much and I took so many courageous leaps you did that, that's like a lot. ultimately you know I learned so much through that experience and I, I wouldn't take back the whole move for the world that's and awesome. all of that has like led me and opened up my perspective in so many ways. I'm so, so
0: glad yeah. to hear that because I yeah. know you second-guessed a lot if it was the right decision, but I'm glad that you made your peace with it and realized even if it's not a permanent solution, it was a really pivotal chapter in your life. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of adulthood. Like, What were you, like 22, 23 when you moved here? I was 21.
1: 22
0: moves away from her family like city you've never been to just finished college freaking world is crashing and burning Mm -hmm. around us covid all this craziness starting a new career like that's a lot of adulting all at once do you feel like it made you grow up faster like did it kind of just skyrocket you into adulthood
1: i've always been someone that has been very mature yes. and very serious. Mm-hmm. And that's something I'm working on is having more fun and being feeling more free and mm-hmm. lighter because it's always, career is something I've always valued so much. Mm-hmm. And I guess it comes from a place of um, achi- I'm an achiever and that's how mm-hmm. I feel like I can accept love. Like if mm-hmm. I'm not achieving, then if someone... I don't believe what anyone has, any good things people have to say to me because I'm like, well, no, I'm not good. I'm not achieving. And so, like, I've always been that type of person that wants to achieve. And so I haven't really been patient with it.
0: Yeah, you're always trying to reach the next goal. But that's
1: something I'm trying to work on is, like, being – just having more fun, being in the moment, not stressing about it because I've always – stressed about um, like career and just like achieving and success and all of that
0: it's so important to slow down live in the moment take time to have fun and also pat yourself on the back for everything you've accomplished Mm -hmm. as Americans we can so easily fall into the rat race of you have a goal you're striving for as soon as you reach it Boom! Next goal. Well, yeah, there's the hustle never, culture. There's hustle culture. There's never that moment of just like, wow, I did that. I want to yeah. sit with that for a moment. I want to go out and celebrate that yeah. I achieved this and that I've come so far. And we're all on
1: our own paths, Ex- and it doesn't yeah. need to be linear. It
0: doesn't. It doesn't that. need to be
1: high school, college. Corporate job, right. like there's so many and ways circular. of living life, yeah. and yeah, ups, downs, flows like waves. Yeah, you know, we're all on a river of life, and so it's not, it's not gonna be. And I think that was like a shock to me because I thought I would just be like okay, doing all the things I sh- quote unquote should be doing, what my parents would want me to do, and then really realizing like that I'm unhappy doing that. And yeah. mm-hmm. then it's like you have to have the courage to not settle for that, and I don't think my soul's letting me. It's been really hard for me. It's always tugging <laughs> at you. It's that, tugging our at damn me. souls are so like. we trying to shut it up. Yeah. No,
0: this is the way. Like I know yeah. more than you. And then our like inner beings like. Uh uh-uh sis this isn't it i'm gonna make it hard for you better than this there's always something in us that longs for more that knows that there's something more out there
1: and i truly believe when you're not doing what you should be or like what you're here to do um that life will be harder there'll be little Things that are always getting in your way. You're going to be kind of banging your head against the wall, Mm -hmm. you know, in the hamster wheel, Mm -hmm. feeling like trying so hard, putting in 150% effort and getting nowhere. It's because you're not, you're not going to get rewarded for not being true with yourself on yeah. what you should be doing.
0: We have to be true to ourselves yeah. and our inner being. Like yeah. we, we I, you always have to trust your gut. Every single time you ignore it, it you can never get away with it. It's because our
1: egos tell us like our egos control us and they they we think that we can suppress our soul. And what it's our inconvenient. Soul is telling us. Yeah, it's yeah. so inconvenient. It's
0: inconvenient for the rat race and capitalism in yeah. America. Well, and just our ego speaks way louder. Like
1: that. Yeah. There's, you know, you're not your brain or you're not your mind or what, like the voice in your head. Mm. And there's two voices. Like, there's the really loud one that's telling you, like, no, you deserve the cake, eat the cake no, like you want the money and like this is the way to get the money and you want the car, you want this. Yeah. And then there's the quiet voice that's telling you, oh, like you would be, if you did this, you could help a lot of people and be really fulfilled. But like both, what we don't understand well, is there's like the fear you, can, of- you can be so successful that way too, yeah. but we're just afraid of taking that way. Yeah, the the voice of fear creeps
0: in, gives you all the reasons and excuses why it's not going to work out. Mm -hmm. It's like we're in a constant battle with ourselves. Yeah, I think it'll be a lifelong battle trying to calm our ego and not let it control us because that's at the very core of human nature. Yeah, We'll be dealing with that until the day we die. It's just hopefully we get better at it over time and we can recognize it.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: So... So you've been in the real world. You dove in headfirst. Yes. Is the whole adulthood, corporate America thing what you expected? Um, like, yes and no. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I always kind of had an inkling in, I went through a phase in high school where I was like, I don't need to go to college. Like, mm-hmm. I could be successful without going to college. Um, that got shut down really quick. But um, I always kind of knew I didn't want to be sitting in a cubicle, staring at a computer screen, right, um, in Excel all day. And I would always say that, and my parents were like, "Yeah, you're right. You're so much more than accountant. than yeah. an accountant. Like that's not you. Don't you don't need to do that." But then it's like get trying to get a job is a very interesting thing right now. And I think I'm probably looking in the wrong places, which is why I'm struggling. But I got a business degree in college. And so what do you do when you graduate with business? You go into sales Mm -hmm. or you go into some specialized, you know, computer type accounting or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, Investment banking or whatever. So, um, no, it, it hasn't been all that it's cracked up to be yeah and um, I think I knew that deep down but I think I had to go through um, those experiences to really push myself and remind myself that that's not what I want to do and I know that there's so much more fulfilling things out there for me than like working for the man Mm-hmm. <laughs> um and so I think that I'm happy that I've had several jobs I kind of treated when I graduated college as like my internships people yeah. usually did that in college when I graduated college I've done everything I'm just throwing myself you in have. every different job possible and I think that's
0: great. I think that's really wise. This is the time in your life to do that and take risks and jump around. And if you don't like something, there's a million other things you could try. I will
1: say like, it's, it's a hit to the ego. Like it's embarrassing, you know, because from the outside I'm thinking like, Oh my gosh, people probably think I'm whatever X, Y, and Z, because I'm, I can't hold a stable job because I'm moving around like crazy. But Ultimately, people don't really look at anyone else. So. Everyone's no focused one really on themselves. Everyone's just focused you. on themselves. No but, one is
0: thinking that. But, but yeah. in our minds, we convince ourselves that that's true. And it's like, even if they are thinking that, who freaking cares? Yeah. You're going to live your life for these judgmental people. Exactly. You're going to stay and job what do you, Yeah, for that. what do
1: you, on your deathbed, you're going to be thinking about those people that maybe, maybe you don't even know what they're saying about you. Yeah. No, you're going to think about your life and what you did. In the risks
0: that you took. <laughs> not going to be wishing you spent more time on Excel sheets. I'll no, tell you that. No. Especially so that your freaking high school acquaintances won't judge you. I know. It's so true. And then there's LinkedIn, which is just the most stressful of all the social medias. <laughs> and it's funny because it's all such a lie. Like, well, and
1: it's exactly. It's the worst thing, too, when you don't have a job. And, and you your whole like feed crap. is all your college... People being like, I'm so grateful. Even like seven months before we have graduated college, you know, so grateful to announce that I have acquired this new position with this company. It's right. like, it's the biggest form of bragging ever. LinkedIn
0: is just brutal. It's it, so it's brutal. It's so brutal. And what you don't see is probably what went on behind the scenes, which is a year of rejection before yeah. they got that LinkedIn post. And it's also funny because When you actually, like, know your friends, you know what they're doing, I'll go and look at my friend's LinkedIn sometimes, and I'll be like, only I know that she left that job a year ago. Yes. Yeah, you keep it on your... (laughs) And I know that's not her title, but if I... If she was just my acquaintance, I would look at that and I'd be like, oh my god, she's doing so much better than me. Yeah, everyone
1: has this amazing job and is doing so
0: well. (laughs) It's such a facade. I have to remind myself that every single time I go on there. I
1: agree. And, like... I have come to realize, and I think about this a lot, is like you, we always talk about it's so important with who you surround yourself with. Mm -hmm. And it's the same with the corporate world. Like if you're surrounding yourself with a bunch of people that don't inspire you, you don't look up to, you don't think they're doing amazing things, like you're not really going to get opportunities that are exciting to you through those people. But if you surround, if you let you work in an acupuncture place Mm -hmm. and you start meeting all these people that go in, that come in and then they, they'll offer you opportunities. Like I've been offered opportunities from um, patients that I've walked in and even acupuncture. So it's so important to surround yourself. Like it doesn't matter the job title. I have one of my best friends, she's a nanny and she's like, I love nannying she's like it's embarrassing i hate having to say that i'm a nanny mm-hmm. but i love it i love being with these kids and like it's brought her other opportunities too yeah then so, screw the rest who exactly. cares and it's
0: so hard in the age of social media when we care what people have thought more than ever yeah and that's something that i'm battling every single day too honestly i didn't even really want to get a job i kind of wanted to be like a stay-at-home wife stay-at-home mom the main reason I got one was because of what people would think. Yes. Like, that's more than yes. money, more than anything else. I was just like, I feel like such a loser. People probably think I'm like a lazy wife. Mm-hmm. I'm a gold digger. I'm not working, whatever. And that was why I got this job. And yeah. now I'm like suffering away. Yeah, same here. That's why for I, other people. Yes. <laughs> we're going to yeah. work on that, hopefully. Yes, and that's why we're doing this. <laughs> because more, well, the more yeah. we talk about it
1: and the more you know, like, we're saying these things because it's helping us.
0: Yes, this is as therapy As much as, like, we're us. trying to, exactly,
1: like, give advice. It's not... We're giving advice to ourselves. Oh, for sure. Like, I'm saying I'm, this... I'm learning so much I'm right telling now. myself <laughs> these things because I'm trying to, like, build up the courage That's to, so
0: true. I to love not care honesty. about these things. It's so true. We're now. talking to ourselves, so <laughs> hopefully people can relate. Yeah. But. <laughs> Seriously. So, if you could go back and do something differently or just live your life in a different way, what is one piece of advice you would give your younger self? Okay. So what I would tell my younger
1: self is to not listen to anyone. Mm. Um, and listen to yourself. I think – I don't know if it's a woman thing or – Women's intuition. <laughs> not even that. <laughs> but, like, we've just – we've been programmed from such a young age mm-hmm. – to not listen to ourselves yeah to listen to all the external things Mm -hmm. and so um i would say like do be creative like listen to what you know especially when you're young because like you've said our innocence slowly gets taken away from us and when you're young you still have some of your authentic self Mm -hmm. that's more accessible before you get socialized. Yeah. You're getting socialized over time and you're getting suppressed and you know, your needs don't matter. And this is just how life is. It's miserable. And you're going to have this miserable job and it's a rat race and all this stuff. So it's like, don't listen to that. Like, trust your gut. I love that. Do what you want to do. And, like, don't apologize. And disappoint. And along with that, like, disappoint as many people as possible. I love like, that. And don't disappoint yourself. Live your life for you. Yes, because mm-hmm. it's like, I used to disappoint myself over and over and over again to please everyone else. But it's like, no, like, you should disappoint as many people as possible. And not disappoint yourself because life is so short. You only have one and live life for you.
0: You're the person you have to face at the end of the day. Not yes. all those other people. You got to yes. go to bed with yourself. Wherever you go, there you are. So don't let yourself down. Stop yeah. putting don't, don't random let yourself people down. that you don't even like ahead of your own I gut know. and your own inner being.
1: It's I know. And let them, yeah, Tell you how to live your life. Yeah. And then also we talked about this earlier, but like have fun. Just have fun. Your job in life is to enjoy life. I agree. So I really have agree fun, take risks, make yourself uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's so important. Just like being uncomfortable, putting yourself out of your comfort zone. Cause that's the only way you learn and you grow. So, yeah, that's what I would tell myself. love it. Thank you, Megan. This is very
0: insightful. I love the advice. I'm going to try my best to implement it. (laughs) We'll probably be working on that throughout our lives, all of those things. Yes, all of it. It's a process. There's no destination. And I think that's what's beautiful is the journey. We'll never arrive and be like... We'll never arrive. Oh, I'm perfect. I'm here. There's something so fulfilling and beautiful that we're all a work in progress throughout our lives, and there's no perfect person at no age, so... We always have something to strive for. Agreed. Yeah, all right. right. So that concludes this episode. Thanks for chatting with us. Yes, hope you enjoyed. Bye. Bye.